welcome to Random Gaming Talk, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for video games. I'm your host, Matthew. Joining me today, my co-host is Robert. How are you today? I'm doing good. How are you doing today? Doing good. Yeah, doing all right. Uh, so what have you been playing in the last week? Uh, you've told me you got frustrated with uh, Star Wars. Yeah, I got frustrated. Um, I'll try to avoid spoilers as much as possible, but it was the boss battle with the uh, half-naked dude with two lightsabers and yeah. If you play the game, you know which fight that is, and if you haven't, then that's not going to ruin anything. Mm-hmm. I did manage to figure out uh, a way around it, basically, um, and then finished off to the fortress, and now I'm stuck on that boss battle, and I'm getting slaughtered on it. Um, played uh, some PC games. I've been testing out my new rig. I've been doing a lot of uh, uh, XCOM Chimera Squad. Mm-hmm. Um, still frustrating with the code not being finished like um like in the game you'll uh assign squad members to do random tasks and if you're on a page and you assign them their character just pops up like a like a jack-in-the-box or you know those wind-up clowns or something it just goes there they are (laughs) it's it's comical to watch but it's also frustrating because they couldn't even code in that kind of animation they just boing up yeah um Bounce around a couple other things. Uh, nothing really noteworthy. Um, still looking for like that, that game to like really suck me in, like uh, um, State of Decay. Those games did, but nothing so far. But uh, okay, you know, games are coming out still. So yep, uh, one which has gone gold, which we'll talk about later. Um, uh, yeah, I do recognize the uh, the boss fight you're talking about with uh, Star Wars. That was a particularly hard one. He's very very fast, isn't he? Um, and just just yeah, the, the whole two lightsaber thing is is just an extra level so honestly what i figured out was that because uh, when you've got so many commands it's easy to forget one or the other and i just wasn't blocking properly and then right. he staggers way more when you get a good uh, precision block in and that uh, made the boss fight a lot easier mm-hmm. then the next one with the uh i want i can't say her name because it's going to be a spoiler but you know the next boss fight that i'm talking about that one's starting to frustrate me oh, okay um i really like using the force in that game i think it's i think it's great stuff uh, especially the amount of times uh you can like push certain enemies off of ledges and that um just is uh it's really cool so uh for me um i did already talk about a game this week uh but i talked about it on a different podcast uh i was on the next to nothing podcast this week you remember uh chase he came on the podcast a few times mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think he's been on hours twice, maybe one one for a special episode. I think it was one fifty something like that. Uh, and then, of course, he made just a, another random appearance before. I was on their podcast this week. Uh, go and check it out, the Next to Nothing podcast. Uh, it's on my Twitter as well. So if you want to check that out, eTalk UK uh, or search for Next to Nothing on Twitter, you should be able to find it in there as well. Uh, so to avoid kind of repeating myself, I did talk about Catherine Full Body in there uh, just a bit of an updated thing since then um i'm continue to be surprised at uh, what that game is throwing at me in terms of difficulty and and just other things as well but uh, it's still a very fun game i'm very very interested to see how the story wraps up uh, especially especially considering one of uh, i'll just say one of the things that they have done with the bosses which was quite surprising and uh, surprises the main character as well but uh that was that's been some fun do you, do you know what game i'm talking about catherine full body yeah i've seen it i always meant to get it and play it but i just never got around to it cool cool uh yeah it's uh, for those that don't know because uh, it could be who knows this could be the first ever podcast you've listened to um 
Yeah, it's based. It was on a is it's a, a PS3 game. It's coming soon to Switch. Uh, Chase did look up the release date on that podcast. I think it's July something. Uh, it's not on Xbox. I don't think it's on PC. But it was a PS3 game. I'm of course playing the, I think the remastered version, pretty much on uh, PS4, which is called Catherine Full Body. The the PS3 version was just called Catherine. Um, but uh, it's it's been fun so far. Um, I've I've re- I've really liked in terms of uh, the pacing. Um, for like, okay, when you go to do more levels and when you get story, because I, I sort of feel right as I'm getting a bit tired of the gameplay stuff, they give me more story, and right as I'm sort of like ready for the next challenge and I've had enough story, it takes me, you know, the, the vice versa thing kind of is, is working really well. Uh, and I think that can that just continues throughout the game, um, and uh, that's that's really really good as well. Uh, continue to play Call of Duty, of course. Um, been meeting some new players on the game, adding them as friends, and uh, just uh, doing that sort of stuff. I mean, for, for a game like that where you've got people in like different time zones, people playing the game at different time, I think it's quite useful to have as many people as possible in your friends list, uh, in your Call of Duty friends list, because of course you can have PC players, you can have Xbox players, because uh, of the crossplay and all that. But um, yeah, been uh, been playing some more like one quite a few rounds recently. I'm doing doing pretty well at the moment. Uh, you still have your stupid stuff that happens on the game, obviously, but uh, it's been really really fun. So uh, I've met, met a couple of new people just uh, today. So um, that was good as well. You right there? Sorry, I was just taking a drink of water. You just heard the ice rattling <laughs> around. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's been pretty fun. Uh, it's I I can't emphasize enough how funny it is when because uh, i mainly play cyber attack i do play free for all and i rarely play some other stuff obviously like i've said before i don't play warzone because it's just not my cup of tea um i can't emphasize enough how funny it is when you let's say you kill someone with let's say you kill someone with a weapon that's hated in the game so shotguns riot shields i don't use riot shields but shotguns and rpgs people hate them on the game so whenever you kill someone with them and you get that three seconds of them their their audio cuts in for like three seconds and they're just moaning it's uh it's really really funny um, and obviously the same is the same is happening in the other situation. If I'm uh, moaning or whatever because I've been killed, they can hear that as well. So um, that's always continuing to be uh, pretty fun as well. So uh, I'll probably play a bit more tomorrow on that, and uh, we'll see where things go from there. Still not returned to uh, Ori. I just haven't been in the mood to kind of play it. Nothing against the game. The game was great. I was really really enjoying it, but I just wasn't. Um, in the mood. Uh, FIFA stuff. Um, we uh, just played a couple of our. Um, European qualifying games for the, for the France team, and we did really, really well with that. Uh, won a couple of the league games and that, so that's been been really good. We're on the what season did I say we're on last time? I think we're still on the tw- the twenty twenty six to twenty twenty seven season, and um, it's becoming more apparent that the because obviously as as you go through the seasons and players players retire, so people like Ronaldo would retire, Messi, and all, all the players now who are pretty much about thirty. When you get five seasons in or so, and they're like 35, 36 or whatever, roughly, um, and they start retiring, you start to see a lot of just generated players coming up, because of course there's always scouts in the Zoof Academies and players you've never heard of before, and you see them sort of popping up on other teams as well. But um, yeah, still been really fun, still been really good. So uh, what was the other thing that I played? Um, no, I think that's pretty much been it. Catherine, FIFA, and uh, Call of Duty. So uh, there we go. 
Uh, let's move into a bit of housekeeping. We'll see you for that in a minute. I'm Christy. And I'm Jackie. And we are Killer Fun. We explore the intersection of crime and entertainment every other week. For as long as people have been communicating, they have been talking about who did what to whom, and is that socially acceptable? Because the boundaries of society, crime, and entertainment have always gone hand in hand. The more salacious, the weird, the better. From books and movies, to television shows and games, we look at how life and art imitate and inform one another. And we can't get together and not laugh. So let's face it, there's going to be laughing. <laughs> Killer Fun is available anywhere you listen to podcasts. So join us. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past and get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier that gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review which is at the $3 level tier. As always thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Alright, so recently on Entertainment Talk, we are of course recording a day later because of the Xbox event, uh, which we'll talk about in the news section of course, but uh, recently on Entertainment Talk, uh, another podcast for Zoe's uh, extraordinary playlist on E4 and on NBC. If you want to watch that, which I'd very much advise you to do so because it's an excellent show, uh, all four for the UK, last time I checked all the episodes are on there. But I don't know if they all still are. Hopefully they haven't taken any of them off. But all four is free in the UK. And you can watch it on there. NBC uh, for the US. And I believe that is... Is the app free for NBC? Or do you have to have like a cable thing for that or something? Uh, No and yes. I mean, you can download it for free. Much like the CBS All Access. Okay. Uh, Just if you have a cable subscription, you get access to more stuff. Um, Mm. With the CBS, it's like only like the last week. So like... um, like for Picard, you know, the right. first one was free and then nothing after that because that was exclusive. Mm-hmm. But for like any TV show that's on there, uh, you could see what was on the last episode for when it aired on air. And then uh, um, after that, you have to have be a subscription member to get it. Okay. But uh, yeah, that's for season one, episode 10 for Zoe's extraordinary playlist. We still don't know about renewal yet. Uh, the season's actually finished in the US, but uh, there's two episodes left because there's 12. So uh, have a look out for that. On the run, uh, for run on HBO, season one, episode four I did yesterday. Uh, so that's continuing. There's seven episodes, so there is three more to go. And that's a mini series, so that will be a one and done deal. Uh, don't skip uh, the Mandalorian. We did that. Uh, yeah, we did that yesterday, didn't we? Uh, mm-hmm. the, the don't skip for the Mandalorian. Of course, the Star Wars. If you haven't heard of Mandalorian, the Star Wars Disney Plus TV series. Of course, you can go and subscribe to Disney Plus in lots of different countries at the moment. I think there's still a couple of countries that don't have it, but uh, most of them do. And of course, the UK and the US do. So uh, go and check that out. Eight episodes, really good stuff. And um, 
you can listen to the podcast afterwards. Uh, reviewing Westworld. Westworld has now finished for its third season. And uh, maybe me or David thought it was the best season. Who knows? You have to find out on the podcast, I suppose. Uh, but season three, episode eight, it has been renewed for a full season, which won't be airing anytime soon because they both have to make it and wait for this virus to clear out or whatever. But they still have to write it and all whatever. So uh, be a few more years of it for season four. But uh, season three, episode eight was this week. And that concludes the season. Uh, what else we got? Don't skip Into the Night. Uh, this is Netflix's first ever original Belgian TV show uh, from Belgium, but it's a, it is a uh, Belgian TV show. Uh, so that's on Netflix. That's an original, so it should be available globally. Um, and I've given it a Don't Skip rating, so go and check that out. Let's Play Sundays for Moss on PSVR. That's the final Moss Let's Play because that's actually the ending of the game. So if you want to see me play the ending of Moss, let's play Sunday's uh, episode 40 for Moss on PSVR. Uh, me and Barry last week discussed Disney's uh, record-breaking and historic 2019 box office. Uh, long story short, lots of billions of dollars uh, for their 2019 box office. Nothing like that will happen this year because obviously cinemas aren't even open. But uh, yeah, we discussed that and what that means for Disney and everything else uh skip rating for the hunt um which is a damon lindelof and uh jason bloom produced film which is surprising because i like those guys but uh they made something i didn't quite like which was the hunt i give it a skip rating and it's a spoiler free review so there's that as well and that's what we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms we have a lot of news to talk about today so let's get into that now should we start with this um i'll go with some of my stuff first we'll talk about the microsoft um uh, event which happened today as well which is the reason we're doing this podcast a day later but um yeah let's start with some last of us stuff uh of course no spoilers on the podcast me and you have you seen any spoilers like by accident or anything uh i've heard basically summarizations of people's problems with the plot itself okay now since that was a leak we don't know if that's actually the case or not i mean i've seen several air quote leaks okay for things and then it turns out to not be true mm-hmm. um so i'm not really going to say anything until after the game comes out and people play it and they can either confirm or deny it uh and then i might talk about it honestly i have no real interest in talking about it past that like i said before i've played the game played it for story reasons finished it up thought it was okay i honestly don't think it deserved all the tens that it got but that's just my opinion um other than cool. that you know it's a it's a good game if you enjoy it great if not you know you're not hurting me any cool uh but yes i'm happy to say that the last of us 2 has officially gone gold and i was very very excited by that on tuesday monday i lose track of days but uh, it was earlier this week neil Druckmann did a video on uh, social media of course i think it was on his instagram but it was obviously posted elsewhere as well uh and he said that the game was gone gold so it will be coming out on june 19th as we discussed yeah it was last week wasn't it when we got the um release date news and stuff uh, so june 19th for that uh, ghost of tsushima uh, hasn't gone gold yet that's all sucker punches um playstation exclusive game so we'll have to, we'll have to wait a little bit longer on that one but last of us 2 has gone gold and uh yeah i'm very 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 happy about that of course like i said for months at this point uh, last of us 2 is my most anticipated game i'm very very much looking forward to it uh, i've talked about it a bunch because there's been different opportunities to do so 
So uh, there we go. Um, we do have some email about the game as well, uh, and we also have another bit of uh, a bit of news. But I want to go to this email that we've got here. This is from Brian. Uh, says, not going to share the spoilers for Last of Us here, but uh, what do you think people are angry about with the game and thoughts on the new trailer? Um, so I'm, I'm going to give some, I'm going to give a guess as to what I think it is. Now, don't take this like as actual spoilers or anything because I don't know any of the spoilers. Uh, I'm just guessing as to why people, I guess, are angry. I personally think it's because I've, I've no idea why people are angry. I've heard different bits and pieces but nothing concrete on like spoilers like i don't i don't know anything but um i think because of this cult in the game i think it's it, i don't know exactly what it would be i i think it's something to do with them and the whole like um political day and age that we're in and the the themes that could surround that of course i don't know what those themes exactly will be in the game i've only seen stuff from the trailers and the information that's been released publicly that we're supposed to have um, but I, I think it's some sort of political thing to do with the cult and I don't, some stuff that they do in the story. I don't, it doesn't feel necessarily like it's one thing. Uh, it feels like a few different bits and pieces because I, I don't think they're going to be like a quick little thing in the game. It really seems from like all the trailers that we've got, including this new one, which I'll talk about in a minute. Uh, they're quite present in the game. It seems like they're the big new kind of threat and all that. Obviously, you've got the uh, clickers and the infected and whatever else. But I, I think it's some sort of political thing to do with the cult. Um, what do you think people are angry about? I mean, people get angry about a lot of things these days. But um, any guesses for you? Uh the cult that, and we talked about this before um, uh, Far Cry Five came out because that had a very cult-heavy feature to it. Yeah, um, those are kind of really tricky things to do in a game. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, honestly, I don't know. Like I said, I, I have I've heard theories about some things with the game, okay. um, and I don't know if they're true or not. Um, as far as politics, like I've said before, I don't care if you have politics in a game. I only care if you make like some ham-fisted uh, drumbeat about politics right. in the if, game. If, and if you just... beat the consumer over the head with stuff, yeah, kind of thing, yeah, yeah. And especially if you take the uh, tact of "I'm absolutely right and you're absolutely wrong," right? That yeah. pisses me off more than anything else, because mm-hmm. um, you know politics are opinions. And yeah. you can be wrong about facts, but if you have an opinion, that's your opinion. Yeah, you can't I don't be, care you, if you have an opinion. You can't be wrong about, about an opinion. If I say yeah. that The Last of Us 1 is a great game or The Walking Dead is a great TV show, that's not a fact. That's an opinion. So, yeah. Um, but if I if I tell you that The Walking Dead's on Netflix, that's incorrect. I mean, it is, but um, you know, the, the, Netflix don't own it is what I mean. Um, yeah. a, better, a better example is if I said like Stranger Things is on HBO. And it's not because it's a uh, Netflix original. Anyway, um, yeah, because some people have talked about like uh, stuff to do with the characters and maybe like they've been ruined in some sort of way. But I've no idea what any of that's about. Um, I I just think it's to do with the uh, a disagreement with what Naughty Dog have maybe written in terms of what this cult does. But uh, I haven't got a clue what any of it's about. So um, there we go. And, and I've I've avoided every like. Um, sort of theory discussion or any any sort of discussion thing that people have done about the spoilers on youtube i've seen um videos on there but i haven't like been spoiled on on anything um so i I don't have a clue what what it's all about and i uh, don't want to know until i play the game so 
We shall see. Uh, did you see the new trailer that came out? Uh... Uh, no, I didn't see the trailer. Like I said before, I'm not really interested super much in what in uh, playing the game. Um, I might pick it up eventually, but uh, yeah, like I said, I'm not since I'm not really interested in the game. I don't really see the need to watch the trailer. Okay, uh, I did watch it yesterday. Uh, I trusted that there wouldn't be any. You know, this is a Naughty Dog publicly released trailer. They're not going to put spoilers in that necessarily. Um, but uh, I I was really really impressed by the trailer. Just yet again, um, I was I guess wowed by it. I thought that uh, see here's is here's the thing with Lost of Us Two that I I think is important you do have like i said this cult and they're going to obviously be doing some horrible horrible stuff and uh, it's apocalypse and all that some people have kind of been saying about like okay is this game gonna be like too violent or go too far but in my opinion and this is just my opinion when you have a game that's already set in a post-apocalyptic world where people will kill people in order to survive or to get food or get shelter or whatever we, we know the themes in the apocalypse when you have that already in there and then you introduce a cult what in the game is going to stop that cult from going too far nothing really other than if that person dies like there's there's not going to be any characters in that cult that uh, goes to do something and goes you know what this is a bit too harsh because um, it just it doesn't feel like that and I think the game should not try to hold back in any regard because in order to make that feel as realistic as possible because uh, we've seen in trailers before like that guy who got hung and like gutted they will do things like that to, to people because that's just the, the group of people that they are um, and uh, yeah, I, I'm not I'm not saying the game needs to go completely overboard but it, I've, I feel like if they're let's say they're in the writer's room and they say okay we've got this idea of what this cult's going to do next I don't think that they should hold back on that front so, do, do you kind of get what I mean by that? Yeah, I mean, they it's their game. They have the freedom to do whatever they want with it. Um, yeah. And anything past that, I can see some things, you know, being disturbing and some things that people might not want to see because they're disturbing. But, sure. you know, at the end of the day, they can still do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this isn't supposed to be a nice game, necessarily. You're not playing, you know, Gang Beast or something, or... Um, I can't think of any any other games. Uh, you're not playing a game that's supposed to be like you're not you're not playing a Lego game. You're playing Last of Us. It's set in an apocalypse, and uh, it's going to be a ruthless cult in there. So um, get ready, and I I am ready for the game to be just as as brutal as it as it's uh, willing to be. So, uh, but no, I thought the the trailer was uh, really really crazy, really really great, and um, yeah, June nineteenth can't get it quick enough. So. Uh, there we go. Uh, one last thing on The Last of Us 2. This came out a couple of weeks ago, but it just sort of, um, I don't know, we sort of missed it a little bit. Uh, the Last of Us 2 will be 100 gigabytes on the PlayStation 4. I heard it's 150. 150. Or is, um, I think okay. I'm going to another game. I know, it's, I know it's huge. I know it's going to be on two discs. I think I think I know what game you're, yeah, I think I saw that, but I think it was for a, for a different game. Okay. Maybe, maybe that you're thinking about, but um what game was that? I can't remember. But uh, yeah, Last of Us 2. I, I saw two separate posts on this over a couple of weeks. And they, they both said 100 gigabytes for Last of Us 2. Uh, so we know that the game is not, I think, arriving with multiplayer. But they've said that they're going to attempt to maybe do something later, I think. So it will be only story stuff. And it will be 100 gigabytes. Of course, this is, you know, an end end of generation kind of game. This will be one of the last two games released on the PS4, this and Ghost of uh, Tsushima. And this Iron Man comes out after that, but the main two next um, 
big uh, exclusives and stuff. Um, and we've you know seen with big games in the past, Red Dead Redemption 2, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, I know from personal experience, uh, has been a huge game. Um, but that's what happens when you get to end, the end of a life cycle. You have these games that are just huge. Uh, Cyberpunk, I'm sure, is going to be really, really massive as well. Um, I don't remember if we got information on how big that game is going to be, but it's obviously going to be huge. Um, so, uh, yeah, what do you think? Last of Us 2, 100 gigabytes. Yeah, I mean, that's about right. Um, and as for Cyberpunk, I don't doubt that it's going to be over 100 megas, especially 100 gigabytes, especially when the Series X comes out and all that mm-hmm. uh, bonus stuff gets downloaded, downed in for free. That's going to be super huge. Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, I'll have to clear a bit of space, I think. I'll have to have that and Call of Duty on my PS4 at the same time. But uh, I'm sure I'll be able to make space for uh, both games that I like. So, that's your uh, Last of Us stuff. Uh, let's move on to... Let's get this rumor mill thing over with. I know I've kind of separated these a bit more, but uh, we'll just quickly go kind of go through this. Horizon 2 or Horizon Zero Dawn 2, we don't know what the game's going to be called. We know there's very, very likely a sequel in development to uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. We'll apparently have quite a big multiplayer uh, attached to it. Now, don't take this as confirmation or whatever. Rumor Mill is kind of a new thing that at least I've started to write down for and, and things like that. Um, I think that could work fairly well. You know, you've got this big world with um, all these robot dinosaur things. I can't remember if they got specific names, but that's what everybody kind of calls them. Uh, you've got this big world that you can kind of explore. You've got some really cool combat in there. Um, any thoughts on uh, Horizon 2 or whatever it's going to be called, uh, multiplayer? Uh I mean, if they can make it work and make it enjoyable, that's fine. Um, it's games like that, it's really a hit or miss. Um, you think of Last of Us, they had a pretty decent uh, multiplayer to it. Hmm. Versus uh, the Tomb Raider games, those had multiplayers in it. Nobody really liked those. <laughs> no, I don't know many people that played the Tomb Raider one, but um, that was a thing as well. They try, Ubisoft tried uh, Assassin's Creed multiplayer as well, and uh, that was pretty bad. So you you thought that would work fairly well, but it was it wasn't these like because you you kind of think with Assassin's Creed if you did like co-op um, assassination missions in in uh, different cities and that, that that would work, but what they did was just a versus thing where you killed each other and it just it mm-hmm. didn't really work very well. Um, I can't remember which one that was for, but that was one for like a for few years ago or whatever. So. We shall see what happens with that. We've got to wait for Sony to speak next so that we can find out more about the game. But um, that's potentially that. We shall see. Um, Lord of the Rings Gollum is a real game. I don't know how many people are aware of that. It's been a little bit quiet, this game, in development. It it was announced a couple of months ago, but very, very sort of quietly. Um, First of all, were you aware that the game was in development? I vaguely-ish remember it being yeah. announced at some point. Yeah, it's it's been really, really quiet. But uh, obviously Gollum is the one of the characters in Lord of the Rings. And it's got some screenshots. Uh, did you get a chance to see any of these screenshots? No. Okay. Uh, it's basically... There, there was one screenshot with Gollum himself, so we now know what the character looks like. At least at the moment, you know, it could change with development and that. But Because uh, I don't think this game's got a release date, so of course they could still change things. Um and uh, there was some imagery of like the scenery and stuff that looked alright. I, I I don't think Gollum looks very good. He sort of looks like too much of a young child instead of actually like Gollum, if you get what I mean. Like his his face looks too much, yeah, too too much sort of human instead of actually looking like Gollum. And uh, I don't think that they've pulled it off very well. So uh, there's that. I don't. I I haven't seen. I haven't heard about anything about how, how this game will sort of 
function or whatever. I would I would imagine this plot would be because obviously you got the my precious thing with the ring and all that. So maybe it's him hunting for the ring. What would you think a golem game would actually be about? Because that's his main big thing, isn't it? I suppose. Uh, I couldn't even think of a game <laughs> to where Gollum is the main character and you're playing him. Yeah, yeah. So we shall see. Don't know where that game is in development, but uh, there's some screenshots that have been released. Moving on to some positive news. Uh, are you familiar with the Abe uh, Oddworld games? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Oddworld, Munch's Odyssey, which I think was the third game, maybe the fourth game. Uh, it was after the original um, two games that were released. Is getting a HD release soon for Nintendo Switch. This was actually an Xbox game because, uh, of course, back in the day, the um, Abe 1 and Abe 2, uh, I think it was Odyssey and Exodus, if I remember that rightly. Uh, they were PlayStation 1 games, and then obviously something changed with the licensing. Uh, I don't remember particularly back then what happened. Uh, but uh, it was an Xbox game, like uh, an original Xbox game, the uh, Oddworld Munch's Odyssey. This is actually a third-person version, because I'd looked this game up to see what it even was, because I'd heard of it before. There's this, and there's uh, Stranger's Wrath, which is already available on the uh, Switch. Um, you are still playing as Abe in this. You do have uh, Munch's, who's the little character. I don't know much about him, to be honest, but... Um, it's based, I think, around him or more to do with him, but uh, it's basically a third-person version. Yeah, third-person version of um, the Abe games. Uh, do you have any interest in playing this at all? Did you play the old ones? What's your sort of history with these games? I remember the old ones. Um, it was a great platformer back on the original Xbox. I don't yeah. know if I'm going to pick it up or not. I kind of, you know, it's kind of an, uh, a weird game to be sure. Not like weird bad. It's just. It's very unique in its visuals, so yeah. I don't know if I'm going to pick that up or not. Cool. Uh, I definitely am. Uh, I'm looking forward to this. They've also got Soulstorm, which is still in development, which looks really, really ambitious. Um, the guy, I think it's Lawrence Lanning or something, the guy that's in charge of all this. Um, he basically said that the uh, Soulstorm is, it is a remaster of 2, which is Exodus, I think it's called. Um, yeah, Odyssey and then Exodus, I think, is the first and the second one. Um, but it's like an expanded version of that. Basically, there was there's this story that um, when they made, went to make the second game and they had this bigger vision of the game, they had to make the, the game that they ended up making, the actual Exodus game itself, they made, I think it was in six or nine months, which is crazy when you think about it. Obviously, games were sort of less demanding back then as to what they are now, but that's still a lot of work in, in quite a short space of time. What he's essentially sort of said before is this um, Soulstorm remaster, or, yeah, sort of remake remaster, um, is more closer to the original vision that they had for Exodus. So you're sort of going to end up having both games anyway, because obviously Exodus still came out, it still got released, I did play it, um, and now they're getting a chance to do Soulstorm, which is great. So it uh, looks like that, that uh, franchise has still got some... Hopefully, quite a healthy uh, future. Um, Stranger's Wrath, Wrath was uh, released for Switch a few months ago, I think, but uh, I never tried that one. So, look out for more of those in the future. Um, I need to go to my phone for the next one because I've got a screenshot of it. Uh, there's been announced from IGN that there's going to be something called Summer Games Fest. Uh, it's running from May until August, but like sporadically, obviously. Uh, we've got our lineup, if you will, for phase one of different studios that are going to be involved. Um, some of which I have heard of, some of which I just don't recognise the logos of. Uh, you've got 2K Games, Activision, Bandai Namco, Bethesda, Blizzard, Bungie, CD Projekt Red. Uh, what does this one say here? I can't read what that one says. Uh, there's one. There's one in between that and EA, PlayStation, 
Uh, Private Division, Riot Games, Square Enix, Steam, Warner Brothers, which is interesting considering the three games that we've been waiting to hear about, and uh, Xbox as well. So, uh, no Nintendo in there. Maybe they'll be in Phase 2, or I, d- I don't know how this will necessarily work. Uh, what do you th- First of all, what do you think of this? Have you Had you heard of it before, or is this the first you're kind of hearing of it? First, I'm kind of hearing about it, but I'm not overly surprised. I mean, since all the conventions and the mm-hmm. gatherings got shut down, they had to do something with all the uh, effort and graphics and setups and whatnot. So, this makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, which of those are you most looking forward to seeing from? Uh Honestly, not really. None of them. I mean, they're all. I'm all going to watch them. I'm going to watch them all because that's kind of what we do. But mm-hmm. um, nothing that's been announced new has really caught my interest, with the exception of maybe uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Okay. Um, but outside of that, not really. Okay. Uh, I'm looking forward particularly to Activision. Obviously, they're the uh, Crash Bandicoot guys. They've got that. Uh, Sony, who knows what we might see from them. Everyone's waiting for them to just speak about what games are coming up for the PS5. Xbox, uh, interesting that they're in there because, of course, they did their presentation today. Uh, Square Enix, they've got, obviously, the Avengers game. And they've also got things like Tomb Raider, Final Fantasy, things like that. Uh, EA, well, sports, Battlefront, Battlefield. You know the drill. Star Wars, all that sort of stuff. Uh, Blizzard. Uh, I'm not sure if that's specifically Activision Blizzard or just Blizzard, but they've obviously got Overwatch. They're going to have an Overwatch 2 at some point, but they're still updating the uh, normal Overwatch. Uh, Bungie, of course, you've got Destiny 2, because um, they split from... Didn't Wasn't it Activision that they... Who is it that they split with? Because um, they, they co-owned Destiny with someone, didn't they? And then they split off from them. Yeah, it was Bungie and Activision. Bungie and Activision, yeah, but they they split off. 2K, but not really sure. CD Projekt Red, obviously Cyberpunk. Um, but we have to see about the rest. Steam, I've, I've got to be honest, I don't care. Uh, Warner Brothers is the big one here. Obviously, you've got the rumoured Harry Potter game, Batman game, whatever Rocksteady's doing next. That's all Warner Brothers. And then you've got Xbox. So, yeah, we shall see what they've all uh, got to hold. So, um because obviously with, with Activision as well, you've got Call of Duty. So whatever the 2020 version of Call of Duty is going to be. Uh, probably updates for Warzone and other stuff as well. So we shall see. But um, interesting that Bethesda's in there as well. Um, uh, we have an email about Bethesda, which I just remembered. Uh, Tyler says, so now that Doom Eternal is out, what is next for Bethesda? So I'm trying to tie that in with, with this whole uh, Summer Games Fest thing. Uh, we talked about Bethesda couple of weeks ago i think i saw we sort of just touched upon the uh state of fallout 76 with the wastelanders thing and that uh we won't go into that again here obviously but um yeah uh what, what are you expecting next from bethesda uh i i hope they don't try to shove either elder Scrolls 6 or starfield outdoor early to try to make up for uh fallout 76 they're mm-hmm. just going to repeat that mistake um one of those two, I think, might get released in the next couple of years, but to be honest, I don't know how far in development they are. We haven't seen anything outside of the trailers for either game, so... Yeah, T- teaser trailers was like... Was that last E3, I think? Yeah. Last year? So, they should still be quite a while away, I think. Um, they do have a couple of those new IPs. One of them was, like, Ghost Something, so hopefully we'll see some more of that eventually. But um, I, I, I'll, I'll kind of, I guess a little bit of repetition say what i said last week i think that they should just go they should do a a uh hello games with no man's sky just go quiet for a while i know they're a bit of a different studio obviously but um 
I think they should just go quiet for a while, work really hard on Starfield and Elder Scrolls 6. Because cause what, what happens to Bethesda if those games aren't good? Like, those are their next big games. Because, um, you know, they, they did averagely with Wolfenstein, not as badly as what they did with Fallout 76. Um, Doom came out and it was good. That was good for them that they actually got uh, a good hit there. But the next two big games are Elder Scrolls 6 and uh, Starfield. So they really, really need to nail them. So... We shall see. But uh, that's the Summer Games uh, lineup. Um, what about Warner Brothers? Do you anticipate seeing one of those three things eventually? Eventually. I mean, they were going to have an E3 conference this year, so sooner or later yeah. that's going to have to come out. Yeah, I mean, they have to Yeah, say something eventually. So, uh, I mean, because Rocksteady is working on something, um, and uh, Warner Brothers Montreal is working on something. So... Uh, we have to have to wait and see. Uh, but that's the Summer Games Fest. Let us know who you're most looking forward to seeing. Um, of course, if you want to send in those thoughts, feelings, questions, comments about uh, anything related to the show, uh, or specifically which of those companies you're looking forward towards, uh, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter eTalkUK, there's a contact page and information in your show notes. You touched upon Assassin's Creed Valhalla earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked on um, Tuesday night slash Wednesday morning about uh the trailer itself and i basically said that i didn't feel anything from the trailer because last this time this time last week we had uh or the show last week we had the uh stream which had finished and we had like the the date for the trailer because the the trailer was the day after um what did you think of the trailer itself uh the trailer itself it looked intense from the uh xbox show a little earlier today uh, we got to learn a little bit more about it. Um, it's, it's taking place in the ninth century, um, so it's going to be in that area when the Vikings and the British were going at each other like mentals. Um, the main male voice is uh, Eivor, and is voiced by Danish actor Magnus Broom, which you would know him from The Last Kingdom. And the female voice is by Cecile Steffil. I think that's how you pronounce it. Stensville or something like that. I know I'm butchering that. I apologize. Uh, she's got quite the extension of IMDb page. Um, nothing I've seen. Um, obviously, they're going for Scandinavian European, so it's probably not shows that I've even you know could have seen. Um, she was on The Protectors. She was on Below the Surface, Straightforward, uh, Bade Hotelette. Which I don't know what that is, but yeah, she's got a really good acting uh, resume behind her. Um, and it looks like the game is going to have like some base building elements, which has kind of got my interest because you know me, I love those base building games. Um, so that should be kind of interesting. I don't know, you know, I'm not committing to buying it right now. I don't know if that's something that's going to be a thing or not, but uh, it's got my interest a little bit, at least more than any other Assassin's Creed game has in a long time. Yeah, yeah. It's just weird to be on the other side of the table for this and to just be like, okay, I, I don't have any excitement for this game. And uh, for the last like three or four or five Assassin's Creeds, everyone's been like, "Oh, I don't like this. Don't like where it's going." And I enjoyed those, so it's it's just so weird to have the tables kind of flipped. Uh, I guess now I understand how people feel about the franchise uh, in some way, shape, or form. But uh, that that was pretty much sort of what I said on the uh, next to nothing podcast as well. Um, but I I watched the trailer. And I was like, "Great, Vikings looks good. Is the game going to be any good? What's the story going to be?" And uh, yeah, so I don't know. So we just have to wait and see. So mm-hmm. there we go. Uh, I'll leave the Microsoft reveal events uh, till a little bit later. What's news? Because I think we should maybe leave that till last or something. I don't know. But uh, what do you want to talk about today? Uh, well, first up, this is going into the uh, buy it as soon as it's out uh, 
category. Uh, Sid Meier, who, if you've played any kind of video game of any kind at any point in history, you've played one of his games. He created The Sims. He created Civilization. Uh, a lot of the Tycoon series. He co-founded uh, Micropose and also co-founded Firaxis, which continues Civilization games and the XCOM games. Uh, he's coming out with a book in September. It's called uh, Sid Meier's Memoirs. Uh, it's going to be a perspective on his, on the history of the industry of gaming, the psychology of gamers, and insights over his long career, which the dude's had a long career. He's been making games since pff, probably almost before you were born, probably not. Um, mm. But yeah, I, I, it's coming out says September 8th, and it's available on the book's official website, uh, sidmeyersmemoirs.com. And I'm sure that, uh, you know, it'll be on, like, all your purchasing platforms. That's just where the pre-orders are right now. So, yeah, that's an absolute must-buy. I can't wait for that to come out. Cool. Nice. Uh, what did you say the book was called again? Memoirs. Sid Meier's Memoirs. Okay. Cool. So, uh, if you have the interest for that, look up for that at some point soon. Go over to the website that Robert just uh, said again. Um, and, um, yeah, see if it's any good. I don't really have anything to add, necessarily, but... Uh, if you have the interest uh, and it's something that you want to enjoy, we always encourage you to go and do that and um, go and enjoy the book, I suppose. So uh, we shall see. Um, cool. Did you have anything else you wanted to add to that? Uh, to that specific article, no. Okay, cool. Uh, what else did you, yeah, did you want to talk about? Well, this goes into the rumor mill. Um, Electronics Arts said that it intends to release 14 new games during the next uh, fiscal year, which runs until March 2021st. Uh, titles weren't revealed, but uh, the, the the strong bet is that the entire original Mass Effect trilogy is going to get an HD remake or a remaster, which I'm kind of on the fence on because I loved the Mass Effect games. The first couple were like really really good. Um, three was pretty decent. I didn't rage hate the ending like a lot of people did, but uh, um, I thought it was a logical conclusion to that uh, game itself. So. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but what am I thinking? Uh, but yeah, I could see that as a remake on my console, something that might come out next generation. So, hmm. I would have preferred this before I started the games because uh, I, I was I was one that was like, okay, I'll, I'll I want to play these games, but I kind of want to wait, wait for a remaster. And then there was just nothing, so I just thought, okay, I'll dive in anyway. Uh, played all of two, played most of three, but didn't finish it. Uh, I thought they were good games in that. I just didn't really click with three. I thought two was so much better. Um, I, in terms of my opinion as to whether this was happening, I really have no idea. It seems like this is something that's bounced around in the industry for so long. Like, oh, EA's going to do this and that and this and that with, with Mass Effect. And then we had Andromeda and then people didn't like that. And now the franchise is on ice or whatever they said last time. Uh, or being put on hold. Um, I think doing a, I do think they're doing a remaster trilogy would be a great comeback for uh, Mass Effect. Because that's the trilogy that's loved. Um... So, in terms of any future Mass Effect games, I have no idea, but, uh, I don't know, it just seems like one of them franchises that EA's just gone really quiet on, so, um... Well, and Andromeda shit the bed pretty hard. It yeah. was a comical joke, and it was actually so bad that they cancelled half-finished DLC for the game. I can't remember the last time a game that had come out and had scheduled DLC and had been in the works, just, uh, they said, not nah, we ain't gonna do that. 
Yeah. What year did that come out? Was it like 2018, 2017 or something? Uh, 18 or 19. Um, it wasn't that long ago because I know we talked about it on the podcast. So sometime after I started podcasting with you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, oof, that was not a good game. I just got so bored with the story. I quit like halfway out, not because the game was like raging out on it. I was just like, yeah, this just ain't interesting. Mm. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. 21st of March, 2017. So Wow, older than I thought. Yeah, yeah. So, there we go. Yeah, almost, yeah, just over three years old, actually. So, because we're in May now, aren't we? But, uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. I don't. Sometimes I, it's hard to guess what EA wants to do, apart from, well, every, everyone wants to make money in some way, shape, or form, but there's making money, and then there's what other companies do. So, we'll have to wait and see. So, uh, yeah, uh, in terms of the other games... Uh, I mean, you know, you're going to get the sports games, you're going to get Star Wars, you're going to get uh, probably Fallen Order 2, I would imagine, Battlefront 2, um, another Battlefield at some point, uh, you're probably going to get, you'll still probably get, I don't know if they'll do like an Unravel 3, but you'll probably get another one of those kind of a way out Unravel games, because they like to do those every now and again, but uh, other than that, sometimes EA is hard to guess for, so... We shall see. I mean, they have what? What other franchises are they not quite active? They've got obviously Dead Space, um, Skates, Activision, isn't it? I'm pretty sure. Not Skates, I, sorry. Uh, Tony Hawk. Um, uh, yeah, I think Tony Hawk. Although I don't think they can use his likeness anymore. I think that uh, contract ended. Yeah, isn't isn't it one one of them has got EA's got one and Activision's got the other? I think Skate and and Tony Hawk. I'm pretty sure that's the the way around it is. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, not nothing's happening with either of those two franchises, regardless. Because you've got that um, is it session that's uh, session that's coming out, and there's a skater XL that's coming out. That's it. Yeah. So we will wait and see what EA wants to do. Uh, what else do you want to talk about today? Uh, well, we got a couple of things from uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, the official Twitter account uh, posted this the other day, and it just says, "Get ready." And it's a very neon-y, bright colored picture, and it says Night City Wire, June 11th. Uh, what that is exactly, don't know. Um, but uh, the, all it says is stuff will be shown. And then the global community manager, uh, Marcin Momot, uh, did a lot of replies. Uh, somebody tweeted at him and said new gameplay, and he just tweeted out an animated gif of a kid you know, looking real interested in something, <laughs> uh, which is hilarious. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'm guessing a lot of this is probably was what was going to be shown um, for E3 since we're not having an E3 this year. Um, another big thing was that the game got a classification in Australia. Uh, now, for those people that don't know, Australia's not a game-friendly country when it comes to adult content. A lot of stuff gets changed. A lot of stuff gets blo- blocked. Doesn't even not even allowed to show up on like stores or digitally on steam or whatever so the fact that and we talked about this last week about how intense that game is going to be in terms of uh, visuals it's not going to pull any punches with things and the game itself got an adults only rating in australia so that's uh that's going to be an intense thing so yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, the, like we discussed, I think it was last week, with some of the uh, descriptions of the ratings and things. Pretty much stuff that you can expect, you know, very adult content, basically. Um, 
Uh, yeah, like you said, I think this is probably what they had planned for E3 or around that time, seeing as it's going to be a June thing. I imagine it's going to be another gameplay demo or another... Because I'd like to see a little bit more gameplay from it as well. I think we're, we're, we're about due... Uh, something like that. Seeing as the game's coming out or supposed to come out in September, uh, I think it would be good to have one more probably gameplay demo and then probably one more trailer in like a couple of months after June. Uh, so maybe something towards the end of August possibly. We shall see. Because um, d- just to go backwards a little bit, um, I think that the the Last of Us trailer that we got this week I think should be the last one because uh, that game's about a month out. But um, yeah, if they give us one more kind of gameplay demo for Cyberpunk, really show off a couple of things, uh, and then do one more kind of um, launch trailer or story trailer, if you will, uh, and then let the game come out. I mean, lo- lots and lots of people already know the game's coming out and that, so it's not like it needs to massively rely on marketing, but of course you've always got to let people know about your game and all that sort of thing. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm still very, very excited for the game. It's not my most anticipated, but it's on one of my most anticipated sort of lists or whatever. Uh, so... We'll see what they got to, to to offer. And of course, like we keep saying, um, CD Projekt Red just keeps doing the right thing over and over and over and over again. And uh, e- even little things such as the, the the kind of personality thing that you talked about a minute a minute ago with the uh, excited child kind of gift, just just little sort of touches like that that just tell you kind of um, some things about that studio. So uh, yeah, really looking forward to it. We shall see. Uh, well, I don't know what what are you kind of anticipating this June thing to be. Uh, like I said, probably a lot of it's going to be the stuff that was supposed to come out for, uh, um, E3. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of, uh, community stuff because the, their community manager is really good at talking with people and, uh, that other kind of fun stuff. So, yeah, yeah. I'm guessing that would have been on the Xbox stage probably because they've yeah. been, uh, quite tied in with that, haven't they? So the game's obviously still coming to PlayStation, but, uh, it's got the, uh, Xbox marketing side. So, yeah, we'll find out what that is. Yeah, next month. So, did you say June eleventh? June eleventh. Okay, so just before, yeah, just around about before Last of Us comes out. So, there we go. Uh, what else do you want to talk about today? Uh, well, Nintendo's still killing it on the uh, Nintendo Switch. The unit has officially sold over fifty-five million consoles since it launched in twenty seventeen, and twenty-one million of those sales have been in the last. F- financial year alone um obviously uh horizon uh animal crossing new horizons was responsible for a big jump in that sales um a couple other things have been going right with it obviously with what's going on in the world right now um it's going to be more and more people buying stuff like that so yeah yeah um yeah, congratulations to Nintendo for doing really well with this uh, console. Uh, all I want from them is to make better versions of the Joy-Cons. They're doing some good stuff with the games. The Switch itself is good. Uh, you know, you've got some other good stuff that's going on as well. Breath of the Wild 2 is in development. I'm very, very certain that we'll get another Mario game, obviously. Um, and, uh, yeah, pretty much everything they've been doing lately has uh, been really, really good in terms of their games and stuff. Their games have been a little bit more sporadic lately than what maybe they should have been but when when you can have something like animal crossing come out and then do really really well for sales you can wait a little bit i suppose for your next kind of big game but uh yeah they've been doing great with all that stuff uh what do you think of 55 million units i'm impressed and going yeah. back to when it launched i was laughing at them when they said they you know had what they were planning with the number of sales and they've obviously crushed it mm. yeah so, uh, did you manage to, because you said you went to get a Switch a couple of weeks ago, whatever, and they were, they were out of stock or something. 
Yeah, I was thinking about getting one. Um, I still haven't done it yet, but that's mostly because I can't spend money right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, I mean, technically I could. I just shouldn't. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But uh, we'll see what the future holds for the Switch. I imagine they'll have a uh, Nintendo Direct in June as well, or some sort of thing like that. So um, Mm -hmm. we'll see what they got next. Uh, What else do you want to talk about today? Uh, The only other thing I have involves uh, the the Microsoft event that was earlier today, so... Didn't know if you had anything else besides that, or if we were just going to go ahead and push that to the end. Uh, yeah, I think we should go to that next. I think that's the last thing we got to talk about. So, uh, other than one, one other email, which we'll get to in a minute. Uh, what yeah. did you think of the event itself? I thought it was very well paced. I thought it was um, a really good show. We got to see a lot of gameplay. That was kind of their big thing, was that everything that you saw was gameplay. Um, yeah. So, you know, there's tons of stuff to talk about. Uh, probably the most interesting thing is that we got a full list of uh, smart delivery-enabled games. And for those people that didn't follow the, the terminology, those are the games that are going to get upgraded uh, for Series X when Series X comes out. Um, and like I, like I kind of predicted, which is not the hardest prediction to make, they are advertising this optimized for Series X. I mean, that's about as hard as predicting that fire is hot and water is wet. Um, But the full list that we got so far is uh, Valhalla, Call of the Sea, Chorus, Cyberpunk, Halo Infinite, Hellblade 2, Dirt 5, Scarlet Nexus, Second Extinction, The Ascent, Vampire Bloodlines 2, and Yakuza Like a Dragon. And those are all the games that are going to get upgraded when the the Series X comes out. Yeah, it's good. Um, Which uh, which game that was shown were you most uh, impressed with? Uh... Announced. Well, Scarlet Nexus kind of has my attention a little bit. So does Yakuza. And I'm not a big Yakuza guy, but it looks like it might be a fun game. Um, outside of that, I mean, they're all games that I'm going to pay attention to. I just don't know if I'm going to buy any of them. Because, yeah. again, I don't really want to spend money right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only game that took my attention was well, the first one that they showed, uh, Bright Memory Infinite. I think that looked uh, really good. Uh, the other ones look all right. But like the the one that I'm just I'm saying the one that like stood out and that of course I've got absolutely no interest in things like Dirt Five or whatever. Um, but yeah, things like you know the vampire game looked alright, but I'm not really into anything vampire related. Uh, Call of the Sea, I'm not really sure. Um, things like the Ascent, the Medium look alright. Uh, Yakuza, I couldn't for life me get into those games, so I don't know why that one would click for me. Um, but yeah, I, w- I was genuinely really impressed with uh, Bright Memory Infinite. I think that looked really, really, really good. Uh, just a sort of uh, futuristic kind of um, sci-fi like shooter game and stuff I thought uh, was pretty great. So Scorn, I mean, it was basically just like a reveal kind of trailer or whatever. I thought that looked okay, but we've no idea what that game is, is about. Could be good. We don't really know uh, such yet. Where I'm massively disappointed is Assassin's Creed. Um, just because they were like, oh, here's some here's some gameplay coming up and that, and we get this gameplay trailer, which is about a minute and a half long, if that, and then that was it. But th- just just the way at the start, they were like, oh, coming up in the show, we've got the the world premiere reveal for a Assassin's Creed gameplay, and all week long, I'd been kind of saying like, oh, you know, they're, they're doing this event thing, and uh, they showed the trailer last week, it would be great if they showed like a gameplay demo or something this week, and they showed this little gameplay trailer that was just, it was really short, it didn't add anything to the game, as at least as far as like, you know, my opinion and stuff goes, 
Uh, and I was just, I wasn't disappointed in the trailer itself, just to be clear. I was more disappointed in the fact that they would say, they said, okay, we're going to show gameplay for this. And we got a gameplay trailer. And the gameplay trailer itself just didn't really add anything. Um, what, what did you think of the Assassin's Creed reveal or thing that they showed? Uh, I was definitely intrigued a little bit when they said there was going to be like base building elements to it. Um, and I haven't played an Assassin's Creed game since Black Flag and that I only played for like the first like five or ten hours. Mm-hmm. And even then that I only played it because it was free as a, a games with gold. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'll keep an eye out on it. I don't know if I'm going to actually do anything with it, but uh, it's got my it's got a little bit of my attention. Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm just so cautiously optimistic for a an Assassin's Creed game. I I, ju- I just want to know what it looks like and where the story ties into what's still going on in Assassin's Creed. Uh, I just I just want to know what what they're doing with that, and then I can gauge a bit more of a better opinion i suppose well not really better opinion but a, a, a uh, more of an opinion i suppose so a more informed info- opinion yeah where, where i actually know some more stuff so because uh, all, all i've been all we've been told at the moment is like okay assassin's creed vikings then that's about it so um yeah i'm not i'm not saying that that thing specifically drives me away but i just want to know how they're tying it into what they've been building for several years with assassin's creed so uh what did you think of bright memory infinite the first game that was shown uh, it was interesting. Uh, it's one of those games that they didn't really tell us a whole lot. So I don't know that, uh, it's going to be something I want to play, but, it, you know, we'll see what happens when it comes out. Cool. Yeah. Um, I just think it, I've, I've played certain sci-fi shooters that haven't been great and this looks like it's going to be a better one. Now we've only seen the, the video itself that I'm looking at. I'm not actually watching. I'm looking on their, uh, I'm looking on Xbox's YouTube channel, the, uh, the videos list. It's only like a minute 42. So that's all we've seen. But Hey, if you can show me a minute 42 of your game and make me impressed, then you've done your job, haven't you? So, mm-hmm. uh, there's that. Uh, what else did we have here? Um, yeah, just o- overall, I am disappointed with the event just because I thought we were going to see something, I don't know, just something different or something more or more more kind of... Because what we got were gameplay trailers. We didn't get gameplay demos, and I was just expecting more. Because when, when you start with Bright Memory Infinite and you show a gameplay demo, essentially, um, or more of a gameplay demo than, than, than some of the other games, I expected that going through and then just, just the fact alone that they at the start hey we got this assassin's creed gameplay thing coming up you start with bright memory infinite you impress me with that i'm like all right i can't wait to see assassin's creed what it actually looks like in, in a little bit you know in the 25 minutes or whatever and they just didn't do it and uh yeah so that was my uh that was my big kind of takeaways from it i looked around afterwards uh, on the internet and people didn't seem to be very impressed with uh with the event itself but um yeah, it'd be. I mean, it's Sony's move next, I think, and uh, we'll see what they come out with as well. So, uh, any other thoughts on this Microsoft event? Uh, I think it's cool that we're getting one every single month because now we can get a uh, little bit of this, a little bit of this, a um, couple other things, get more information. We can get uh, um, updates on stuff. So it's definitely a good plan uh, by Microsoft. So I like the idea of like okay we're going to do one of these every month but you've got to make it worth it i suppose like okay it is what you're going to show every month always as important like some some streams are going to be bigger than others obviously but like um 
I, I don't know. I mean, we're, we're, we're leading into next year and they have the exciting things I'm sure they're ready to talk about. But uh just depends how they manage this kind of stuff. Um So we'll see how things go. But uh that was pretty much my thoughts overall. Uh I told, talked about the games I was uh, interested in and all that and my Assassin's Creed mixed feelings, I suppose. So there we go. Um We do have one more email this week. It's from... Uh, Harley, she says, uh, want to try something fun for the podcast? I'm going to name three studios and I want you to tell me how you feel about them. <coughs> uh, EA, Ubisoft and Rocksteady. Uh, so I'll go first. Uh, I'll do them in the order that she's written them in, just because that's the order that they've written them in. Uh, EA, we talked about already a little bit in this podcast. Um, I think EA needs to, in order to please the public, which is something you do have to do when you're con- when you're selling consumer goods and all that, uh, I think they need to look at the success that they've had with Jedi Fallen Order. The just the simple like okay, no microtransactions, single player story, narrative sort of driven uh, Star Wars game. Look at what they've done there, and not only do that again, which they probably will do with a Fallen Order too, but look at where else they can do that as well. Uh, and can they do that in Star Wars? Not only just in Star Wars and in other franchises, but can they do that in Star Wars, but more as well? Because for Star Wars, like I kind of said on, um, I think either the first or the second Mandalorian podcast, uh, you've got a whole galaxy full of characters, and uh, could we get a game where we have like a bounty hunter? Could we get a game where we have, as know, like a, like a droid of some kind? Or what? What could you do in the future? There's so many different things you could. Because uh, correct me if I'm wrong, even though it does feed into the Star Wars canon, Fallen Order, Cal's a new character, isn't he? Brand new character. That I know of. I mean, like I, like I said before, um, I didn't really get that deep into the books or the comics or the novels. Yeah. And especially after Disney bought the IP and declared almost all of it non-canon. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, they leave the prequels in there. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those things that uh, it's probably a new character. Nobody yeah. I've heard of. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen any, you know, deep. Because I, I do a lot of stuff with YouTube. Um, and usually, like, when you watch one video, it recommends a whole bunch of others. I've never seen a history of that character as a YouTube video, which, if it had been, like, an established canon character, mm. I'm sure that would have been the case, so. Yeah, but, like, hey, if you can do that once, why can't you do it again? Uh, and not just with Fallen Order, but, like, brand new characters, uh, which we'll see. So, plus, you can, uh, I won't spoil things here, but you can tie in other characters, you can do other things as well, and, um... Yeah, who knows, maybe about... I have got the, um... I think it's Star, Star Wars The Bounty Hunter or Star Wars Bounty Hunter. I have got that on my PS3, and uh, that's a pretty fun... I haven't played much of it for a while. It's it's sort of just sitting on my PS3 ready for me to play it. Uh, but that's that was a fairly good game, uh, at least from what I played. I was, you know, took my expectations down a bit. It was, it's an old PS3 game, but... Uh, you do bounty hunters, Jedi's, droids, all that sort of thing. So I think they need to just do more of that and look at the other IPs that they got. Also, just do things like you know, bring Mass Effect back, bring um, either Skate or Tony Hawk, whichever one it is, uh, bring that back, um, bring uh, Dead Space back. Just franchises that you've killed that people love. Just do. Yeah, and I gotta figure EA is frantically working on a Mandalorian game. That would be good as well. Yeah. So, uh, I, uh, you know, you look at what's happening in Mandalorian and uh, characters like Boba Fett and that. Another bounty hunter game would be really, really good. So, um, we shall see. Uh, Ubisoft, um, like I've said, mixed feelings on what they're doing with Assassin's Creed. I don't know what the game is yet, obviously. 
for Christ's sake, bring back, bring back Splinter Cell. Jesus Christ. I mean, even if it's a case of like um, remastering Conviction and Blacklist or something and putting those on the current gen consoles, but um, that's the one franchise that they've sort of ignored for seven years and uh, not done anything with. So yeah, that's that's the. I think that's the big thing that everybody wants uh, Ubisoft to do. Uh, you got things like maybe you could do another uh, Mario and uh, Rabbids game. That would be really good. Uh, I enjoyed the first one of that. It that's a game that shouldn't be. It shouldn't have been as good as what it was, but it it was a very good game. Um, what else have they got? Uh, you know, they still got things like Rainbow Six Siege, Division. I'm sure those are going to have good futures and that. But um, yeah, bring back bring back uh, Splinter Cell as soon as you can. Uh, Rocksteady. I mean, I just want to know what they're doing next. I suppose. Um, we've talked about them before. Um, you know, I think that they should probably attempt another Batman game or maybe some sort of Justice League game or something. I think they should do something again with DC, whether it's Batman or Superman or Flash, Arrow, Supergirl or whoever or the Justice League or Titans or something. Um, I uh, I think that would be good again. So there we go. Uh, what about you? Would you want these three companies to do? Uh, EA, I want them to get their head out of their ass, mostly. <laughs> yeah. Um, Rocksteady, it'd be cool if they did something else, but really they don't have to. I mean, with the con- constant success of uh, GTA Online and the overwhelming initial success of... No, uh, uh, Rocksteady, not Rockstar. Oh, sorry, Rocksteady, not Rockstar, sorry, bring it. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, another Batman game would be good. Um, I didn't play... Uh, Origins, but I did play the other three, and they, honestly, if they're gonna do another Batman game, they need to dial the hell back with the collectibles. Uh, that was yeah. that was with just mental with the trophies. Well, the Riddler trophies, and then the challenges, and then the the find this, the find that. It just it got old really quick. Mm. Yeah, so we shall see. Uh, did you say Ubisoft? Ubisoft. Um, I mean, they do some good stuff. I'm still a fan of the Splinter stuff, of the uh, Division game. I still play that every now and then. Um, I would like to see another Splinter Cell. I'm with you, definitely with you on that one. Um, but past that, I don't know. I'd love a new IP. So. Yeah, yeah. I just think that Splinter Cell is ripe for a uh, next gen return. So. That would be good. Uh, and that is this week's episode of Random Gaming Talk. Like we said before, if you've got any thoughts, feelings, questions, comments, whatever, about any of the things that we mentioned in the show, we'll talk about what you've been playing, talk about what you're looking forward to. Obviously, don't send us Last of Us spoilers, because I will block you in whatever way, shape, or form you send those. Um, hopefully, you don't send the spoilers. But, uh, yeah, let us know what you think of uh, games at the moment or anything related to Entertainment Talk. Uh, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter eTalkUK. There's a contact page and information in your show notes. Um, so, yeah, we will see you, of course, next week for some other stuff as well. But uh, in the meantime, you can, of course, find everything that we've got on EntertainmentTalk.org. Uh, lots of podcasts still happening at the moment. I know we've finished Better Call Saul, Walking Dead and uh, Westworld, but uh, we still got lots of other stuff coming up as well. Uh, I'm going to be making... Um, Classic Reviews Season 4 next week. Uh, not the whole thing, obviously, in one week. But I'm going to continue working on Classic uh, Reviews Season 4 next week. And that will be out when it's ready. I don't know when I'll finish that, but I'll let you all know when it comes out, of course. I'm aiming I'm aiming to have it start when Run finishes, which is in three weeks' time. So uh, have a look out for that. Uh, of course, you can check out the Next to Nothing podcast. That is Chase's uh, gaming podcast as well. He does stream, I think it's Danny K on... Um, 
Twitch, so have a look out on that as well. Uh, speaking of Twitch as well, please uh, go and check out Bex, uh, Trista Bytes, B Y T E S. If you search for Trista Bytes uh, on Twitch or just anywhere else uh, or on Google, wherever, uh, you should be able to find that. Um, so go and support. Uh, follow just if you just if you follow the Twitch channel, you'll be notified when she goes live uh, for geeky gaming and chatter and all that sort of fun stuff. So go and support her and check her out over there. Uh, for David, if you want to know uh, your TV and film news side of stuff, because of course we've done the gaming news for you today. Uh, but if you want to know if, when, and where your favourite TV shows are back, uh, and just gen- general TV and film news, there's a lot of uh, renewals and cancellations going on at the moment, so uh, keep an eye out for those as well. Hopefully Zoe's playlist gets renewed. Uh, that's geektown.co.uk, and if you want that in weekly podcast format, uh, Geektown Radio, either on the website geektown.co.uk or on podcast platforms. Uh, for other Twitch stuff, I'm on there sometimes, and David streams on Twitch as well. Uh, for Mixer, you could check out the FIFA streams, and uh, Robert sometimes streams on Mixer as well. And look out for Let's Play Sundays. There's some different stuff coming up because, of course, Moss is finished now. So have a look out for some other stuff as well. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.